0: in today's show let's look ahead to week 16 in the nba michael bolton thanks josh it's michael bolton here and it's time for another episode of the locked on fantasy basketball podcast let's get to it let's get to it indeed you are locked on fantasy basketball your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the locked on podcast network Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore bball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Well, here we are ready for week 16 in the NBA. We are two weeks away from the NBA trade deadline, three weeks away from the NBA All-Star break. So fantasy playoffs are coming up really, really soon. We're gonna look at week 16. All right. All right, that's good stuff. Week 16, busy week, a lot of games on. 17 teams play four games. It's a lot, it's a very heavy week. Those teams are the Blazers, the Cavs, the Celtics, the Pelicans, the Thunder, the Heat, the Raptors, Pistons, Nuggets, Pacers, Bulls, Kings, Magic, Nets, Rockets, Sixers, and Hawks. They all play four games this week. Twelve teams play three. Warriors, Wolves, Knicks, Mavs, Clippers, Lakers, Grizzlies, Spurs, Suns, Bucks, Wizards, and Hornets. Three games. And then the Utah Jazz play just the two games for the week. We'll talk more about the Jazz a little bit later on. They play just the two games for this week. It's been a rough go for Rockets players. Um... You've had to go through two two-game weeks in a row. They've got a four-game week th- this week. That's great. Unfortunately, if you have Kevin Porter Jr., he's in COVID protocols. So that's obviously been a shit three-week run of having Kevin Porter. You've had played. Th- he's had three games in the last two weeks, and now he's probably going to have another one game this week. That's really rough stuff, isn't it? it? Makes it really tough. And he was playing well in those games, but that overall value is uh, it's pretty pretty bad to uh, to have dealt with that over this time period in terms of how the schedule breaks um, for teams. The Well, let's do Kyrie watch. The Nets play four games on the road. So you got four games of Kyrie. There is a back-to-back on Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't think there's going to be any restriction on Kyrie playing the back-to-back. But they play four games on the road this week. This is your sell-high time for Kyrie Irving. You are right in the middle of it. Four games on the road. Big games probably coming up for him. No Kevin Durant. Big, big sell-high chance for Kyrie. That's one of the major things to look at. The Heat also have four games on the road. Not that it matters in terms of vaccination or anything like that. The Pelicans have four games on the road. Um, the Spurs, all three of their games are on the road. The Actually, that's not true, sorry. All three of the Spurs games are at home. I just completely misspoke. All three of the Mavericks games are at home as well, while the Jazz play both of their games at home. So that's how it all shakes out uh, in terms of that part of the schedule. In terms of day-by-day, it's really, really spread out. Last week, it was all over the shop, 11 and 2 and 13 and whatever they were going on with. This week, it's just, it's just even. Eight games on a Monday, seven on Tuesday, nine on Wednesday, six on Thursday, nine on Friday, six on Saturday, eight on Sunday. That's um, really spread out. I love it that way. Um, it really makes it um, important to know what you're doing with your streaming and your waiver wire ads. It also you know it help it lessens the impact of what teams play what days because you're going to just be able to use everybody on every day there's no such thing as a quality game this week you're going to be able to use players every single day for this week so when we look at it that just means you can stream every single day for the week there's no like we're streaming only on this day you're going to be able to do it um on every day this week and that has its value it means you've got to be more prudent with what you're looking at, you've got to be more I don't know if aggressive is the right word, but you've got to be locked in as to what you're doing with how you're going to set up your week in terms of maximizing games played and getting the right guys in uh, into your lineups. So with so many games spread out, there's a lot of back-to-backs this week, and we have to use them to get the most out of this week. So let's start with the Sunday-Monday. So the last day of week 15, tomorrow's games, heading into week 16. That's a free one for you. So when I do the What to Watch For show, which will come out after this, it's later on today, and you're looking to stream in specific categories, look at players, the players from the Cavs, the Blazers, the Hawks, and the Clippers, those four teams, they get a boost. If there's any sort of tiebreaker in terms of value, you add those players because you get to play them Sunday and then you get an extra game on Monday. And that's a freebie for you because you don't waste an ad in week 16 to add those players in. Monday, Tuesday, we've got four back-to-backs. It's Pelicans, Heat, Raptors, Warriors. Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got another four. Nuggets, Magic, Nets, Wizards. Wednesday, Thursday, the Kings and the Lakers. Thursday, Friday, Raptors, Pistons, Bulls, Hawks, Spurs. A lot of Thursday, Friday back-to-backs. Friday, Saturday, Blazers, Thunders, Horn- Thunder, Hornets. And Saturday, Sunday, it's Magic, Bucks with the back-to-back. So there's back-to-backs every day. You've got to pay attention to using it for your for your streaming purposes. And this is, uh, it's really, really key into maximizing the week. So when we look at how we do it for the week, this is how I would suggest doing it, right? Looking, getting someone in on Sunday to help you win your week 15 matchup, but a team that plays on Monday as well, it's a freebie. So use the Sunday, Monday back to back. Then you add someone for the Tuesday, Wednesday combo. You add someone for the Thursday, Friday combo. You add someone for the Saturday, Sunday combo. That's three ads for the week, seven additional games. That gives you one extra game for Sunday. It's always good to have one ad at least up your sleeve for Sunday. This is using a standard four acquisition limit for the week, by the way. If your league has seven, then you just go ham. You can just add a lot more guys. You can rotate through and have two streaming spots, which is probably better if you have seven ads for the week. You have two streaming spots to really maximize stuff. Um, But yeah, you leave that one for the Sunday because then we transition Sunday on week 16 into week 17 and do the same trick again. Get the bonus ad in for the Monday with that Sunday-Monday back-to-back next week. So when we're looking at this, we go the Sunday-Monday combination. I think that's that's the way we want, it. We want to head off here. Um, so a, a Cavs, Blazers, Hawks, Clippers player. Then we look to Tuesday-Wednesday as a combo, a Nuggets, Magic, Nets, Wizards guy. Then we look to Thursday-Friday, Raptors, Pistons, Bulls, Hawks, Spurs. Um, and then when you look at... Then you just got that Saturday-Sunday, which is Magic-Bucks and then you can have that additional ad in on the Sunday. Now, again, because of the the way this is set out, you've got that one ad here, that additional ad you've got on the Sunday, that requires that secondary streaming spot, because the way that I've set this up here, right, you've got the extra game on the Monday, then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's your seven games, but your your one streaming spot is used on the Saturday, Sunday, back to back. But this one additional ad you've got, if and remember, towards the end of your roster, Those guys who are in and out of their top 120 sort of guys, like there are are 50 blokes who can fill 20 spots on on rosters in fantasy leagues. So moving on from that guy to get the additional game in to win a week is a a valuable move. If you have to drop a, I'm just going to throw his name out because he's in my head, Bojan Bogdanovic, for example, or even Bogdan Bogdanovic. If you need to drop them, because you desperately need two categories on the Sunday and he's not playing that day, and you can add someone in, that's fine. Because while it's yeah, someone will snap up the Bogdanoviches or whoever it is you drop, or if it's Kevin Herder, someone will add that player. That's fine. Somebody else will appear. Malik Monk will appear. PJ Tucker might appear. You'll see Chris Boucher's appear. You'll see um Dorian Finney Smith or Royce O'Neill or someone will appear that'll fill into that role generally. So don't especially when we get into this stage where hey, we're getting to the playoffs. Now, you might be in a spot where you're secure in the playoffs and you don't need to make those moves. But if you're fighting for it, you need to make them because you need to get to the playoffs. So you need to—you might need to sacrifice the 130th best player, move on from them to get extra game, open up a streaming spot, get the extra game or two in. That might, that might be what it, you need to actually make it into the playoffs. Maybe that sounds extreme, and it could be. That's all going to depend on your individual situation but it is something that's worth looking at it's also worth looking at built bar because built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever we're here at the end of january ready to get our bodies in shape we already started i'm sure because so it's 2022 we want to look a little bit better, bit better those of you in the northern hemisphere you want to get yourself started to get ready for summer and doing that losing weight you get rid of the sugary treats the candy bars they're just too high in calories they're too high in fat built bars not it's low in calories it's low in fat it's low in sugar it's low in carbs but it's high in protein 17 grams a bar And only 130 calories. And they taste absolutely bloody fantastic. Tell you now, they they taste great. They are an unbelievable substitute for your old style protein bar, which tastes like a chemical spill. Grab yourself Built Bars. Go to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's locked 15 And get 15% off the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar is built different. February the 10th, Thursday, 3 p.m. It's the NBA trade deadline. You're going to want to know what's going on. So Locked On NBA, we've got a live show from 2 p.m. Eastern through to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Join Kim Becker, Johnny Corrales, and me, Josh Lloyd, hosting the Locked On NBA live trade deadline show, breaking down all the moves from a real-life perspective, what happened, and from a fantasy point of view as well. So check out the Locked On NBA YouTube channel, hit the notification bell, and you will know when we go live. Let's look at the um, back and front loading stuff. Who doesn't play to begin the week? Who doesn't play to end the week? The game the, These teams don't play a game until Wednesday. The Mavs, the Lakers, the Hornets, and the Jazz. Now, we know the Jazz have got a shit week, a two-game week. They don't play until Wednesday. So while we don't know about Hassan, uh, Hassan Whiteside's value with Rudy Gobert maybe out, the fact that they don't play again until Wednesday makes you think that Gobert and Don Mitchell will probably be back for that Wednesday game. So your Jordan Clarkson's, Joe Ingles's, Royce O'Neill's, Hassan Whiteside's, their value is not worth, I don't think, holding on to those blokes for the first two days of the week, because you probably might not even get an update on Gobert and Mitchell until like Tuesday, and burning a roster spot with the hope that those guys you yeah, don't play on the Wednesday. The following teams don't play on the weekend, the Raptors, the Warriors, and the Spurs, so if you've got fringe players there, Doug McDermott, Lonnie Walker, Devin Vassell, Precious Achua, um, Otto Porter, and you need to bring, you're not following, maybe you are following that streaming plan, but you want to use the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back. You drop someone from that team, they don't play a game. And they yeah, because you could, you could drop someone who plays only Saturday to add a back-to-back player for the Saturday-Sunday and get a net gain of one game. You drop someone from one of these three teams, a fringe player, who, who the Warriors and Spurs probably have more of those options, Drop one of those. Add one of those guys that plays the Saturday Sunday combo. It's a two-game addition to your week. That's the sort of move you should be making, I think. Let's look at some weekly ads. This is, again, a I should have a pre-recorded warning here. We are talking about weekly leagues. Leagues where you set your lineup at the beginning of the week. If you do not set your lineup at the beginning of the week and Uh, and, and you are allowed to adjust it during the week, this part is not for you. This is for the guys who need to set a lineup in advance, who need to do it, and it locks on Monday. If you can change your lineup every day, this is not for you. Yes, disclaimer done? Cool. This is the week that we can add a few Rockets players. No Kevin Porter, four games on for them. So Eric Gordon, Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews, the surging KJ Martin, the four games for those guys. Makes them pretty interesting for this week. Four games for the Pistons. Corey Joseph and Killian Hayes. Hayes is not going to score or shoot well. We know that. But four games for Hayesy. 25 assists. Six steals. It's not bad. It's not bad in four games. Yeah, these are not high-level players. These are guys who, who are fringy. Who get a boost because of their schedule. Kessler-Edwards. Yes, Kyrie's going to play all four games. But Edwards is still going to play. his 31-32. He might get... Six blocks and six steals. He might get 25 rebounds. That's useful enough for certain people. And then Javante Green, similar. Like, he's not going to do huge amounts, but steals, blocks, rebounds. He'll play 100 minutes, you would think, over the four games. No Lonzo, no Caruso, no Derrick Jones. He's got to play 100 minutes. And just the volume of games for the week can help. So you can have a look to get him in. In terms of guys to sit, I'd sit all Jazz players. Because they don't play till Wednesday, we won't know what's happening with Gobert and Mitchell. And yes, Gobert and Mitchell might play on Wednesday, as I detailed earlier about talking about dropping Whiteside or someone like that. They might play, they might play on Wednesday. But the risk is, if they don't, you're screwed. You've just wasted that roster spot. So you get one game out of the max. The two games for them puts them towards the bottom end of your roster anyway. And cause you're not gonna have clarity most likely, maybe you do, maybe we get them back on the weekend and we hear this, And maybe you do, even so, I think it'd still be pretty fringy. Um, if, if we knew for sure that Gobert and Mitchell were healthy and playing the two games, I would say, yeah, they probably can be started in a 12-team format. But if we don't have clarity on that, I, I wouldn't do it. Because if you, they miss one game, it, you're screwed. That value is completely It's horrible. And that's really important. Gordon Hayward in COVID protocols, don't start him. Spencer Dinwiddie, Duncan Robinson, Cameron Johnson, who's playing really well, but if Crowder plays, he probably goes from 35 minutes to 25 minutes. And then the 25 minutes of Cam Johnson in three games, you think about, yeah, Cam Johnson in three games, maybe a 75 minutes played versus you might get 120 minutes played for Kessler-Edwards. And while Cam Johnson's a far superior player, that's a big difference, man. It's a very big difference in minutes. RJ Barrett's only got the three games. You could start him, but I wouldn't say he's a must. And then Montreus Harrell, with just three games as well, I think is someone that you can uh, feel okay, given the uncertainty with the Wizards' center rotation, in not starting. Let's flick it to points leagues. Again, weekly changes leagues. These guys are on the waiver wire in over 50% of leagues, and they can be added. Eric Gordon, we've talked about him already. Monty Morris. Monty, Monty Morris. Um, we know He's boring. But there's four Nuggets games. Enough value there. de Desunmu. He's going to play a ton. He might play literally 150 minutes this week. And that's great. Marvin Bagley. He's trash, but he's four games and he's a good points league player. The injury to Shea Gildas-Alexander. Haven't really talked about that much. Maybe I'll talk about it now. Um, he's out through the All-Star break. It, it looked bad, the injury. There's no doubt about that. I, I wouldn't... Ex- I, I think... I don't think he plays in February, to be honest. I, I do think he returns this season. I don't think he plays in February at all. That's just a guess. Um, the value there—you're going to get someone like Trey Mann or Ty Jerome starting. They'll just move into, at best, fringy twelve-team league players, along with maybe a Darius Baisley. What it does do is it really, really hyper pumps the value of Lou Dort and Josh Giddy. We saw Giddy without Shea earlier this season put up huge numbers. That it is going to supercharge Dort and uh, Giddy, I think. And it's going to make Maladon, uh, Jerome, Mann, Williams, Baisley, Wiggins, all of these blokes just occasionally have good games, occasionally have bad games, be a little bit all over the place um, to the situation where none of them become 12-team ads in category leagues or points leagues. If I had to take someone, I think they'll give more of the minutes to Man, but I, I don't think it's going to be a 12-team must-roster type scenario. But in weekly leagues, yeah, Darius Baisley and Kenrich Williams, they can have some value with the four games this week. I think Nicky Claxton is also worth a look for the, the schedule they have. In terms of players to sit, the same stuff that I just mentioned about the Jazz, I don't think that is too controversial to um say, just yeah just sit back on those guys. We don't need to deal with them at this point. Um, Gordon Haywood, Montrezl Harrell, Evan Fournier, Dennis Schroeder. I don't think they should be 12-team league guys anyway, but they are. Well, I mean, they are being rostered in those leagues as if they should be rostered which they, let's, let's, okay. That was confusing. Here is what the sentence should have said. The sentence should have said, you should not have Dennis Schroeder or Evan Fournier on a 12-man roster. You should not. But people do. And if you are people who have him and are disagreeing with me about their drop status, don't start them this week. That is where that sentence is going. And I wouldn't start Clay Thompson. The Warriors only play three games. This goes for category leagues as well. The Warriors play three games and one of them is a back-to-back. You're going to get two Clay Thompson games. And while he's improving and playing well, two games are not enough for me to start Clay Thompson. That'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.